Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Just got a text message here. It says, hey, Taz, man, I've been meaning to ask all week. Were you at Western Homecoming, the football game on Saturday? I was working there. I thought I saw you with your son, but I didn't clue in at first, so I didn't say hi. That's from Mike, the Western Donut delivery guy. Listens every morning. Yes, I was. I was at the uh, the football game. Had a great time with my little guy. A great event uh, for kids. They had uh, the bouncy castle set up. I thought it was fantastic on on that side of things. But uh, in terms of a big party, kind of lame. I didn't see one single student, like hmm. current student. At the Western football game. It was all alumni. Because they're all studying for exams right now, right? They're all studying for exams. They all partied their faces off during fake homecoming a couple weeks ago. A, an event that was spawned from the university moving real homecoming closer to exams, thinking that it would uh, stop the partying. Well, they just, they just moved the big party for the students to another date. And it's become an issue for the city of London. Well, I went to the homecoming with a, a couple friends and um, some big Western alumni, big donors to the university, and my good friend uh, Jimmy Smith puts on a party every year at his place, and then we do a parade to the university football game and all sorts of cool cars. Like we had the Batmobile this year. We had uh, uh, the Ghostbusters mobile, the <laughs> Blues Brothers car. And the highlight of the parade apparently was also the highlight of Western's entire homecoming, Jim. Why? Uh, This is an article from the Western Gazette. So Jim and I, we we had this idea. Well, Jim made these hats. He make Hoko great again. This is Jim Smith, your buddy. Jim Smith, yes. Like I said, Jim Smith, my buddy Jim Smith, made these uh, hats that said, make homecoming great again make hoko great again and then we we started laughing we're like well you know we should get uh don our buddy don billionaire donald the donald trump impersonator here in london to come with us to homecoming with one of those hats on and everyone will be confused because he looks so much like the real donald trump at first glance you're like oh my goodness this is president of the united states well this is a headline from the western gazette newspaper a fake Trump went to real Hoko. Homecoming came and went without a blip on students' radar. <laughs> it's been four years after the event was divorced from them, creating fake Hoko. On its 70th anniversary, the star of Western's homecoming was neither its spectacular football game nor its perennial purple-clad festivities. It was Donald Trump. <laughs> In its fourth year since the university's widely criticized decision to change the date to the middle of October, Western's official homecoming engaged the general student student body only through the unexpected arrival of an orange-tinted impersonator who strolled the main bleacher stands of TD Stadium in full presidential dress. Flanked by two bodyguards. <laughs> Are Jimmy, you one of them? Yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> I was one of them. And donning a purple hat that appeared to read, Make Hoko Great Again, the president stole the show in the middle of the Mustangs' exhilarating game against the University of Ottawa. Videos of the man were immediately posted to major Instagram party pages, including Western Savages. <laughs> I gotta start following them. <laughs> and Canadian Party Life. 
The impersonator's resemblance to Trump, his portly shape, leathery skin, and uncanny mannerisms sowed confusion in the comment sections of each post. Pantomiming the signature Trump wave and shaking hands with audience members, the president made his way across the bleacher stand's lowest level before disappearing into the crowd. And so, despite a competitive 32-23 victory against one of Ontario University Athletics' top teams, capping off another perfect regular season run for the Mustangs, the most popular homecoming moment was a 15-second video of an elaborate prank. (laughs) Oh, my God. The moment was like hokos of old when students were a disruptive part of the event before the date was pushed to the midterm season. Instead of sogging Maitland Hall's 50th birthday and coming home of former students, it's a fat man in a purple hat that all students will remember. They're being a little harsh on uh, this Donald impersonator, by the way. (laughs) Portly, they're calling him fat, leathery skin. Well, that's the problem. I I think they're being... Hard on Donald Trump, yeah, but and it's... because he looks exactly like Donald <laughs> Trump, in turn, <laughs> poor oh, Donnie. Wow, uh, it's he is he's incredible. You posted the video, didn't you, on the FM ninety six Facebook fan yeah, page of us walking through the crowd? It's hilarious. It looks so much like him. The way he shakes people's hands yeah, is he's identical. Got it. A little like okay with the fingers yeah. and and the hand movements, but. Uh, this is a, put a big smile on Jim's face and my face. It's like it's partially sad, partially amazing. That whole article, yeah, because this is an idea that was launched over a couple of beers. Yeah, and the Western Gazette has confirmed that this stunt <laughs> that we pulled off with relative ease was the highlight of Western Homecoming. That makes you a Western savage, Taz. I'm waiting for my honorary doctorate, Western. (laughs) I know I'm no Scott and Tessa, but come on. (laughs) And now, it's time to play Guestimate. And we've got two contestants ready to go. Casey is my partner, Jim. Your partner is Metallica Sunny. Love it. Okay. And Casey got through first, so we're going to go first. Hey, Casey. Okay, good morning. Uh, we're going to get you to name. Jim's made a list. I'm going off Jim's list. And it is uh, Halloween costumes. Okay. Okay, so I'll give you clues without saying the name or any yeah. word that appears in the name of the Halloween costume. You get as many as you can before the buzzer, and then we'll see if they can beat us. Okay. That sounds good? Sounds good. Let's go. All right. Let's play Guestimate. Three, two, one. This is the Joker's girlfriend. The Joker's girlfriend. Harley Quinn? Yes. Harley Quinn? That's good. Uh, this guy is like the head of the Catholic Church. He wears a big Three. hat. Three. No, the head of the Catholic oh, Church. The Pope, the Pope, yeah. Pope. Um, this is the, the young girl named after a number from Stranger Things. Not ten, but... Oh, seven, eight, nine, eleven, eleven, eleven. Yes. <laughs> uh, the clown from It. The clown from It. Oh, um, not... Yes. I want to suck your blood. Vampire. No, but what's his the big? Ah, I should have said who's the the most popular vampire. No, buzzer went. Pretty good though. Harley Quinn, the Pope, Eleven, and Pennywise is good for four. Okay. Okay. Let's see. uh, Metallica, Sunny, I know is working hard. Metallica. (laughs) Yeah, that's a yes. (laughs) Are you ready to go? You need five for the win. Wow. (laughs) Halloween costumes is the topic. 
Jim, you good? I guess so. Here we go. Let's play Guestimate. Three, two, one. Classic movie monster. Mad scientist brings him to life. He's angry, can barely talk. Uh, green face, stitches. It's a bunch of bodies sewn together. Frankenstein. Okay. Uh, the Hustle's buddy, the animal guy in in Star Wars. Chewie. Yes. Uh, okay, she's the blonde superhero from the popular movies. She's blonde in recent movie. Her, the name, her name is the name of the comics. Pass. Okay, this is a, this was like a viral photo. There was an animal. Oh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Marvel. The next one yeah. was Pizza Rat, Taz. What? That was like from 2015. Pizza Rat is a Halloween costume. I've, I've seen sexy Pizza Rat for oh sale online. Oh, my God. Not more than one year. <laughs> pizza when was rat. Pizza Rat? That had to have been four years ago. You didn't even get to Pizza Rat, so why are you complaining? I guess not. Sonny? See you, see you later, bud. You lost. And that means Casey. Awesome. You are victorious. Time for sports with Devin Peacock. And there's a question, Dev, that you would like to ask the listeners. Yeah. Is it just me or has the shine worn off all of the NHL's outdoor games? Because they're going to be like a winter classic. A winter classic. So there are going to be three this year. The first one is coming up this weekend, which I completely forgot about. It's not even winter yet. There you go. So it's going to be the Calgary Flames and the Winnipeg Jets playing in the Heritage Classic in Saskatchewan. What's the temperatures like out there? I know it was cold out in Calgary for a while. It is Saskatchewan, so it'll be a little bit colder. But it's not like it's, you know... It's not like that one year in Detroit. Remember, it was <laughs> like a snowstorm freezing when the Red Wings played. Like there have been like Great Cup games they've played where it's been like worse temperatures. It's could be Saskatoon right now minus six. Okay, so it could work. Wintery. The uh, Winter Classic this year is going to be uh, held d- down in Texas. It'll be the Dallas Stars hosting the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, okay. <laughs> Texas. It is seventeen degrees. And the uh, stadium series game will be in February when the Colorado Avalanche host the LA Kings. The idea of it's, oh, it's different. It's kind of an event rather than just a game. I can understand it. But really, when you look at the schedule, I'm glad my team isn't playing outdoors. We can play in a controlled environment where it's going to be the same all the time. You don't have to worry about any sort of glare. You don't have to worry about if it's maybe a little bit warmer or something happens, if it's windy or something happens with the game. Because one game, if it's a tight season for your team, could mean a lot at the end of the of the whole thing. Beyond that, we just, we've done so many of them. If we just did like winter classics and left led to that. One a year? One a year. Maybe it's a little bit different. But now we've got to like have three games. you got to do this. You got to have it. We got to have it down in the south. We got to have it. We got to have it in Saskatchewan, where there's not even an NHL team. Like, come on, guys, give me a break. Come on, guys. Hey, what's going on? Do you think the Winter Classic is a good thing? Ah, uh, no. Like, there needs to be one of them. No more. Like, that's how it was to begin with, and that's how it needs to stay. One a year. Yeah, that's right. No more. It just it just gets out of hand. Everybody just wants to see one game. Make that a big ordeal. How are they even going to keep the ice frozen down there in Texas? It's got to be pretty up. hot down there. Yeah, I wonder. Well, well, it's going to probably cost a lot more money than it is for the weather just to do it up in Canada. They've got the technology. Like they did a game at Dodger Stadium a couple year, like a couple years ago, it was the Ducks and the Kings, I think. And so they can do it. It just looks weird. 
It does mm. look weird. In December, the average temperature is 10 to 22 degrees in Texas. So it fluctuates. So uh, pretty warm. Like, it's, I don't know. It's not going to work. It's going to be a weird atmosphere. Like, everybody's, like, the winter class is supposed to be snow blowing, everybody in toques, everybody freezing. And now they're just going to, like, like is everybody going to go in shorts and T-shirts or what? Yeah, that was the point of it. It was supposed to invoke the nostalgia of playing hockey on an ice rink. Yeah, right? remember when Carey Price put a toque over his mask? Yeah, that's good fun. 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 Good fun. Right. <laughs> and now you're going to have players out on the ice in Bahama shorts and <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, yeah, wearing sunglasses. <laughs> it's going to be way too warm. It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be weird. It's going to be kind of funny to see. I'd assume though. Thanks. Yeah, I'm just like if it's supposed to be special, then have one of them. Like having multiple of them every year, all the time, mm-hmm. doesn't make it special anymore. It's just like a normal outdoor game that, as one of the texters said, is an inferior product. Yeah, it's just like what you and your wife do uh, on your anniversary. One night a year, you get to do that, and <laughs> if you did it every night, it wouldn't be special, <laughs> right? Sad. And Jim, I would like to congratulate the Sheepdogs. Yeah. They have been added to my son Grayson's playlist. He loves this song. Yeah, really? It's official. Nice. And it's a short list. You got Iron Man by Black Sabbath on there, obviously, because he he thinks it's about Iron Man. Yeah. Black Widow by Alice Pooper, he calls it. Classic. Because uh, he thinks it's about Black Widow. Okay. He's got Immigrant Song on there, obviously, from Thor Ragnarok. So, big superhero theme. So, very rare that a song that has no connection to superheroes makes it on the, the Grayson playlist. He's only three years old. I, this is, I feel very fortunate because those are some pretty good songs compared Definitely. to the, the Baby Sharks. Mm-hmm. Or whatever he could be listening to, mm-hmm. right? But he heard this song, uh, we were driving in the car a couple weeks ago. And he started singing in the back seat. There's a hole where my sock should be. Because <laughs> he had a hole in his sock one time. So now oh that's, my God. that's the hole where my sock should be song. And he'll ask, he'll ask the, uh, the uh, I don't want to say the name of it because I don't want everyone's, the Amazon yeah, device. Yeah, sure, he'll ask sure. that to play. To play, there's a hole where my sock should be. That, so the apple does not fall far from the tree. First off, Alice Pooper. Classic young Taz would be doing that. And then a hole where my socks should This kid's making parody songs? He's already making parody songs. Wow. And the other day, he, he fell at daycare and he got a hole in his pants. And when I picked him up from school, he's like, Daddy, there's a hole where my pants should be. Ah. So he's, he's that's two parody <laughs> songs he's made out of that. And He's versatile. Hold on. It's not done yet. Yesterday, uh, before bed, we go up to his room and we play a little bit to tire him out before he goes to bed. And last night we were playing superheroes. I was Captain America, had the shield, and he was Hulk. He had these big foam Hulk hands on it. I'm not making this up. So he's hitting the shield, he's hitting the shield, and then he goes, (gasps) Uh, and he looks down, and his finger has gone through the, the foam of the big green hand. And he's like, Daddy... There's a hole where my Hulk should be. (laughs) He's just going to be putting holes in everything. There's a hole where my Hulk should be.
Oh, that's hilarious. That one uh, sounds the best. Yeah. It works. See, every I, I think he's hilarious, mm-hmm. but every parent thinks their kid's the best, that right? That sounds pretty funny, though. <laughs> Congratulations, sheepdogs. You finally made it. You're on a three-year-old's playlist. We want to blow your mind here. Devin Peacock is sticking around for this. Jim and I uh, made this discovery yesterday, and we can't get over it. We keep comparing this this person to other people now. Um, do you know Wilford Brimley? Yes. Diabetes. Diabetes, yes. He was in the diabetes commercials. He was the Quaker oatmeal guy for a long time. Great mustache. Big, thick, white, walrus-like mustache. He also starred in the 1985 movie Cocoon, right? About the old people in the retirement community. Some alien pods land in the swimming pool. Uh, They start swimming in the pool. Suddenly they start acting like they're 20 years old again. It, it gets, it's like the fountain of youth, these alien cocoons that land in the retirement home pool. And Wilford Brimley in that movie plays one of the, the residents of the retirement home. Peacock. Here's a picture of Wilford Brimley from the movie Cocoon, okay? All right. He was 50 when they filmed that movie. That's a little early to be in a retirement home also. Look at it. Wilford Brimley in this movie is five years younger than Tom Cruise was in the last Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) That is crazy. Wilford Brimley in Cocoon is eight years older than I am now. Wow. Isn't that mind-blowing? Ten years till retirement home, Taz. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the gray mustache that ages him? It's the mustache for sure, but he's kind of got a droopy face as well, right? (laughs) Like, he he looks... I always thought Wilford Brimley was like 80. Perpetually. In Cocoon, right. He's been 80 for the past 40 years. But I, it's just wild. Like, look at the side-by-side of Wilford Brimley and George Clooney. No. How old is George Clooney? <laughs> George Clooney's older than Wilford Brimley. <laughs> no, like, in this picture. He's yeah, older yeah. than 50. Oh, my God. That's wild. I also got to say, when you don't shave your head and you got you got that the bald horseshoe, that does not do yeah. any favors. Like, if I grew the sides of my hair in and, and did a uh, wisp over yeah, or yeah. a comb over, it would probably make me look 10 years older than I am. For sure. For well, sure. his hair went, like, gray and white by the looks of it, like, super early. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. Hey, thank you for making me feel so great. Wilford Brimley was 50 in Cocoon. Man, I turned 50 this summer, and whoo, thanks for making me feel so much <laughs> You're doing okay, huh? I'm doing awesome. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe Jim hasn't seen Cocoon. You, you, you know Wilford Brimley, of though, Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of 80s movies I haven't seen. So he was in The Thing also, was he not? The John Carpenter movie? Uh, yeah, mm, that's right. I think he was. I've, I have seen yeah. The Thing. Yeah. That, that was young and hot Wilford Brimley, though. You didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah, with that parka on, he was really sexy. Anyways, thanks for making my day. Are you ready for predictions? With the twins and Devin Peacock! The four! Hero boys and extensions of size Be like a cinder block! It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun with Colin and Cole, the sons of Andrea Dunn. Here we go. Football picks time. It's Thursday. 
And we've got the uh, the winner of last week sitting in the studio with us, Devin Peacock, our sports guy. The winner of the last two weeks. Oh, excusez-moi. So many people coming up to me on the streets saying, <laughs> hey, Devin, we're pulling for you. Devin, you're my hero. Take those annoying, super cute four-year-old twins out, please. <laughs> Devin, I love you. Teach them a lesson for us. <laughs> We wish there were two of you, Devin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, even though you won the last two weeks, the Twins still get to go first. So let's hear who uh, our friend Dunners, four-year-old twin boys, Colin and Cole, are going with this week. Are we going to win week eight? Yes! Yeah, let's do some awesome picks. All right. Tonight, Washington or Minnesota? Minnesota. Minnesota. The Vikings. Good choice there, guys. Eagles or the Bills on Sunday? Ooh. Uh, the Bills. The Bills. Panthers or the 49ers? 49ers. 49ers. They haven't lost yet. Let's hope they stay undefeated. Okay. Packers or the Chiefs? Packers. Packers. And Monday Night Football, do we want the Dolphins or the Steelers? The Steelers. The Steelers. Okay, guys. We need a big win. Big win! Yeah! Hello! Big win! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with tonight. Washington, Minnesota, Dev. Kirk Cousins against his old team. I'm going with Minnesota. Eagles or the Bills? Can't uh, get off my Bills. Uh, Bills favored. They'll win that one. Panthers 49ers. This is the week the San Francisco 49ers lose. I'm going with Carolina over San Francisco. Bold move, sir. Packers versus Chiefs. Uh, No Patrick Mahomes, no chance going with Green Bay. So the one game we're going to be watching... I'm also picking Pittsburgh over... Yeah, we've got one uh, more. Miami Miami versus Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. You're, You're taking Monday night. You're taking... And the game only the players' families will watch. I'm yeah. picking Pittsburgh over Miami. Okay, yeah. So the the one game, yes. Carolina is over San Francisco. Carolina over San Francisco. Will it be three weeks straight for Devin Peacock? We will find out. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.